Sometimes it's a letter on the dining room table, and the letter it says, I can't take it anymore. I've gotten the children, and we've left. Don't try to contact us. Sometimes it's the young woman in college, single, and she's sitting there in the hallway of the, of the college health center, and the physician comes out with a white lab coat on and says, the test shows that it's positive. You, you are pregnant. It's, it's that kind of loneliness that sometimes we feel. Sometimes it's systemic. You say, it's not just about me, but it's about what's happening all around us and that we need somehow to get right with God and get right with one another again. And lately we've had Black Lives Matter, yes. And there are blue lives that matter. And then people come and say, all lives matter. And then we say, what's the matter? <laughs> Something's wrong here. We can't just, can't just fix this. We can't just come up with another program or some software or go to a workshop and make this all go away. That we, somehow we need to get right with God and right with one another again. In the Old Testament, when the Hebrew children left bondage in Egypt, God provided a way to get right and there was this tabernacle in the altar, and later they built a temple in Jerusalem, and those same series of sacrifices happened. And it was almost mathematical. If you did this kind of wrong thing, this behavior, you broke the law, you broke relationship with God and others, then you offered this kind of sacrifice. And wouldn't that be great? You could just go, one goat, please. You know, thank you, and you know, I'm, I'm done. Um, it's not so simple, is it? And it didn't always last. I mean, the temple was only there for, you know, not forever. And, and what did they do when the temple was destroyed? And they could no longer offer sacrifices and get right with God. The God that we believe in, in Jesus Christ, has come to us as the Lamb of God. The passage in Hebrews, I know it's difficult to wade through, but it, it says that God... God says, I'll, I'll meet you, and not only will Jesus be the sacrifice, he'll be the priest who offers the sacrifice. It's crazy. It's, he's the offering and the offerer at the same time. And he says, in me, I'll make it all right in me. The passage is difficult. There's a line I don't like in there. Did you see that line? It says, uh, he abolished the first way in order to have the second way. So all that series of, of sacrifices that the Hebrew children had, he said, it's all done. I, I like a better translation Pastor Lisa got from me she, onto this scholar and said, how about we translate that word as Jesus supplemented the first way to have this second way. He built on the foundation of those earlier sacrifices in his sacrifice and I like what the passage said, the best sacrifice is doing the will of God. All of the sacrifices, all the offering count for little if we're not just offering to do God's will first. Jesus is the priest and he is the sacrifice in this, in this passage. He is the one who makes it right. What does an altar look like in this world today? 
It looks like Barbara who's there shopping and she couldn't make up her mind behind all those things that were behind the counter and, and the salesperson was growing more and more impatient and finally belligerent and, and, and then Barbara had a choice about what she was to do, not just about what thing to choose, but how to respond to the, the rude salesperson behind the counter. And this is what Barbara did. She said, I can see that my indecision is making you upset. I know that's what you would have said too, right? <laughs> I can come back at, at a later time and, uh, uh, and make my choice. And it was at that moment that the salesperson behind the desk just broke into tears and started crying. And then Barbara made another decision, and she goes around behind the counter, and she puts her arm around the salesperson. And the salesperson, through her tears, says, my mother died this morning, and they made me come into work. And if I didn't come into work, I would lose my job. And then an altar was created in this world, and there was right relationship with God and right relationship with one another because Barbara made a sacrifice and put her own feelings to the side for just a moment. It's like in the marriage bed, and I know this has never happened to any of you, but there's been a chilliness. <laughs> but he reaches across and he finds her hand in the dark, and he says, I'm sorry for what I said earlier. And she squeezes his hand, and she said, I'm sorry, too, for what I said. And then they kiss, and then whatever else happens there, okay? <laughs> and, then, and then there's an altar in this world, and a little sacrifice was made in saying, I'm sorry, And there's right relationship with God and with one another again. And sometimes we march together, and sometimes we worship together, and sometimes we talk together across racial lines and denominational lines and even religious lines or non-religious lines, and there's an altar that's created in this world. And we get a little closer to one another, and to God, because we make these sacrifices. And we come here to this table, and here we're fed, and there's an offering <laughs> made here, and we get a little closer to God and to one another because of a sacrifice that's been made. You, you may not know this, some of you who've not grown up around the Methodist church, but this was very powerful in the Methodist Reform Movement a long time ago in the 1700s. There were a lot of people who had never had the sacrament of communion because they were not a member of the church. They were not a baptized person. But John Wesley, this founder, he said, if you're willing to receive whatever Christ has to offer at this table, then come. And when they came, they had tears in their eyes because they were accepted. They knew that they were forgiven, that they were loved by God, and then things were right with God and with one another. And that came because of what happens at this table. I hope you've gotten a gift today. <laughs> Something to take home. I know that God has this gift waiting for you of a right relationship with God and with, with one another. 
The good news I have to share with you this day is this, that God has created an altar in this world and desires that right relationship with you and with one another. Amen.